Hockey Town celebrated three championships in seven years, and rarely has someone so tough played so pivotal a part. McCarty draws, McCarty in, McCarty scores! A magnificent goal! Down McCarty! Show that play. Larry Arnold, Shanahan, there it is! I love you, but you're a mess. I, I am a mess. I'm a work in progress, I guess you could say. Oh, Tom, you're not going to be happy tonight then with this work in progress because it is a Wednesday night, this Wednesday, October 30th, 7.34 p.m. This is Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Yes, I'm your host, Darren McCarty, and this is episode 46 and I don't have a 46 reference to double my co-host. 20, double 23. No. Well, that there you go. That'll bring it into that. But I'm going to wish my my cousin, uh, one of my uh, really close to the brother, it's his uh, 48th birthday today, Chadwick Cowan. Uh, happy birthday, bro, in your honor. Uh, again, joined, as always, by my co-host, Perry Vellucci, uh, producer engineer, Mike McCool. Uh, thanks, as always, to Radio for One Studios, where we broadcast, uh, home of the Detroit cast, and uh, J. Chris Newberg's Heroin Has a New Publicist. Um, you know, you can catch uh, Detroit cast uh, th- Sunday to Thursday on uh, anywhere you can catch podcasts, but here for Radio One Studios. And uh, as Perry said, 223s, why is that so special tonight? Because this is... Uh, this is huge. Um, I welcome in and thank you. This is a huge honor by Mr. Willie Horton, uh, the number 23 original back in the day for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Willie's brought to us tonight by the Jeffrey Group and Rhonda Monet of Gold Star Mortgage. Our friends at Jeffrey Group of America Integrity and Rhonda Monet of Gold Star Mortgage have been opening more doors for home buyers for years. What's their secret in this fierce competitive market? They combine decades of experience, unmatched local expertise, and a passion for delivering exceptional ethical service. Their customers become families, so going the extra mile has become their norm. Call Jeffrey Cavanaugh at 734-306-9027 today and experience the difference the right team of professionals can make. Gold Star Mortgage is an equal opportunity lender. NMLS number 3446. Mr. Willie Horton, it's so apropos <laughs> to have you in. Now, as on the TV there, we have in 2019 a Game 7 in the Major League Baseball tonight with the Washington Nationals, who are, are trying to make history by winning their first title, and they've been around for a long time, against the Houston Astros. How are you doing, sir? Well, Thank you for joining fine. us. I'm doing fine, and tonight, no tomorrow. Well, that and, and and you know what? You know much about that. Obviously, uh, a lot of the history with uh, you know the '68 Tigers. But can mm-hmm. can you go back? I know it's 51 years ago. I was thinking about that today, and that's unbelievable. Not only the time fly, but do you remember bef- the before the game or the day of the game? When well, can you go through the day well, a little I think bit? That seven game got us there to the fifth game. Right. Uh, that's when I throw Luke Brock out at home plate and. That was the turning point Absolutely. Uh, of the World Series, and we came back and won three in a row. We was down three to one. Down to three, down yeah. three one, and uh, yeah, we do. Uh, everybody remembers <laughs> you threw uh, Lou Brock out from left field. Um, can you your per- perspective? Because I always like I go around telling my perspective <laughs> of scoring 
uh, my Stanley Cup uh, clinching goal. But uh, do you remember the play, or well, how much of the play do you remember? Well, it's uh, to me, as I look back, it's, it was two plays in one. Must keep the guy off second. Who was pitching, who was hitting, all that go in one. And being in the right position at the right time, doing my job, come in and hit Coyote in the nose. If Bill Freehead didn't see the guy break his stride, he would let the ball took the ball go to second, but he broke his stride. And, and the key to the play was Luke Brock picked up bad habits from the All-Star break because he brought base stealing back in the game. Right. And we picked up in the reports that when he's on first base, go around the second, drift in the third. He did the same thing he did in the home plate. The guy on deck, they not there to help him slide. The coach didn't help him. That's Luke Brock running. And I think from him being successful, we picked it up, his mistake, and we make the right throw. And Bill Freehand saw it in front of him, cut it off, let it come through, and we got him at home plate. So uh, You got that one up there, Mike? Show up? I certainly do. Yeah, here, I'd <laughs> yeah, take that's a look. Dude, I, because I can't get sick and tired of looking at this. Oh. And uh, you must not get tired of looking oh, at this. Oh, I'll tell you, my grandbabies and great-grandbabies look at it now. I love <laughs> That's awesome. I love, oh, wow. Which, speaking of that, as we pull this up, um, oh. you're the youngest of 21 kids. 21. I'm the last boy at 11. I got one sister and 10. So many great memories. You know, I looked at I came, I'm born in late in my parents' life, and my sister and brother are more like parents. Right. My nieces and nephews like my brothers and sisters. Right. So I've been very fortunate. And uh, last time I count my nieces and nephews was 178. <laughs> <laughs> so how many, how many children did you end up having? Well, we had seven. We lost the oldest daughter about four or five years ago. Sorry. Uh, and then uh, we got, uh, right now, we got 21 grand. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. The more, the more <laughs> Willie Horton yeah. blood and then how many in this world. Great. We got two uh, 22 grand, uh, great oh, man. and two great great. See, that's, oh, you know 45. what, but, but the, the, the great thing uh, about it, um, and not only because of the, uh, you know, the athletic ability and being able to have the, the World Series and to bring it back in 68 after right. going through the riots of 67, yeah. I, I there was also, I was doing a little bit of research and I, I'd seen and man, were you a, you were a buff <laughs> dude, man, back in the day, but I saw that there was one and I don't know if you can explain about it. There was a, you were doing an interview with a gal from channel seven and it looked like it was in outside of tiger stadium, but the smoke was you, as you're doing the interview yeah. where you were, you were inhaling, like it was like reality had set in. Can you, I, I don't know how the best way, but, but I think that the, the people nowadays, and I, and I was born in 1972, yeah. and even though I grew up, you know, Tigers were my number one, I grew up yeah. across the border. What is it, I think, like an education or something from Willie Horton's well, perspective? Know, what, what it is, you know, like uh, about the riots, uh, I did the interview, I was out, but uh, we had a doubleheader that day, and they were playing the Yankees. I think I hit a home run the first game. Second game, he came out and called the game off, said we got to go home for our safety. That's what you mean. And they said it was a riot start on 12th Street. Only thing I remember going in the clubhouse, get my duffel bag, then take a shower and just put my street clothes in there and got in my car and went in the middle of the ride and tried to bring some calm to the people. And, and how did that? Well, you know, I kept going back that and not, not think about it, go back many years. I know everybody's worrying about Willie Horton getting. You know, getting right. hurt. And, uh, but from the ride, I got totally involved beyond the field. 
and getting involved with the city and, and other things across, the, not only Detroit, across the country. And so, but uh, it's just something that I think I'm preached right today. We need to get our churches and schools back together so we have a community back. And, uh, and I think I learned it from that and how I was raised in our community. I came up in a hard time during the race of time. Five years with the Tiger was very tough. But I think each one of them steps made a person, better person out of me. Thank to uh, uh, Hank Greenberry, got me involved with Jackie Robinson. They treated the Jew worse than they did the black. And, you know, really? from a walk, it's going to spring training in Lakeland. Yeah. He had a walk from downtown Lakeland, and I didn't know I couldn't ride a taxi. So but that walk, to me, is the best walk in my whole life, but I go to that walk because it took me to Ernie Howell, take me on Sunday, on, have him dinner at his home in Clearwater, and then introduced me to George Kell. They introduced me to Hank Greenberry. Hank Greenberry in me to Bob Hope. I'm still working with military bases as I speak. And be going down there next Wednesday for the weekend, the graduation. And that's been going on from that walk. But, you know, and I think you as athlete, and what make a great athlete, because you have humanity people around you, and you play for the fans. Absolutely. And I think the uh, best commitment I made my dad in my life, when I was 17, he grabbed my wrist and said, don't sign that contract unless you make a commitment that your life belongs to the fans and responsibility of my job, and I live through it. So I think that's what team sports come all about. We all learn our lane, what part we play. And I think there's some things I like to see us get back to that. You know, you know, you go out there, it's, it's about the W. And sometimes you lose, you don't, sometimes you lose don't mean you lose everything. You lose hope, but you, it's how you lose. Yeah. And I think, and I think it's how you brought up in life. And I was telling a young man earlier before, before we came to the, down here, that I think you live for a moment as an athlete. One moment you train ever since you're a little boy from little leg all the way up. Mm -hmm. And I, my moment, like you had a moment in hockey. You could know certain areas, but they can't stop you. Right. I know certain things I wanted. I like when two outs, two men out in the ninth inning, man, it's second, me and the pitcher go at it. That's what you live for. And that's when you say thanks to your coaches all through your life. You train your mind for that, but you understand you do other things. From that moment, teach you about it. About the W, we concept, revenue, and uh, I know how to bunt, I know how to hit and run, because I play for the W. And you know, everybody, everybody think Willie Orton hit, trying to swing for the fence. But you give me a hole, and we give one run down, I'm going to put that ball over there. Yeah, so, you were, you, you'd explain to me, and, and you know, our relationship, uh, I'm blessed on it, is, uh, you know, you've been around and we've been able to do different things throughout the years. But you would always say that every strikeout or every plate appearance you like sometimes you strike out but you had the guy set up for your next at bat you couldn't get up there fast enough because you <laughs> knew like can you explain to can you explain to the baseball fan or the non-baseball athlete about you know because we watch all these pitchers these days throwing throwing the, and they probably th threw us hard back then oh, yeah, to, to, absolutely but to like what you're looking for and sort of the art because you were a professional hitter Right, but, but you know, you, to me, I think the key to hitting, knowing who you are and knowing what type of hitter you are and knowing what, when I said what lane you stay in as a team sport. But to me, hitting don't start till you learn about home plate. See, my dad always said never go in nobody's neighborhood and tell them what to do until you learn what to eat. So I learned how to take <laughs> your home plate. <laughs> so home plate become, 
before I even think about the picture, home plate is a reason for that plate. It's a reason for the line. You should move that, move around. Now I learned that, take care here, then I went into the picture. Every picture got a zone, success zone. Every success picture ain't gonna change. I can come out of my mind right and say, Catfish on, I talk about him a lot. Yeah, Hall of Famer. My whole life, he pitched me here, here on my butt. Here, here on my butt. Simple as that. When he had trouble, I watched him move on the rubber. So you understand them things. Ah, so you... You watch all of that. But see, hitting home plate moves, son. Yeah. Home plate move in the game, move to the pitcher zone. See, a lot of people back here say, well, let the ball go deep. There's been another man down, uh, dugout. What? So so they're talking now, and and they've done it in the minors where they've implemented, because you, you, now that they have the Fox strike zone where us as fans can watch pitches and you see umpire his strike zone like i'm i'm you know some guys call higher strikes something exactly. that's up to the player to learn but what do you think about uh, them about uh the automatic uh robotic well i don't think it's taking too much human out of it because i know as a hitter as i grow in professional sport when i got older in life in my career on younger teams i had to learn how to hit balls so you that's when i'm saying home plate come important, I make balls look like strike. Right. Especially when I came out of retirement with the Seattle. They used to pitch around me all the time, but I took balls and made them look strike. Okay. And I think that's what the game is getting to. I think we too much into all the high tech, which is good. I had to learn all these things. Right. Information, you take that and you add to your own ability. But you know, to me in life, you don't put technology full knowledge. You got to adjust to that. Cause each in the, each player got to grow to have a good foundation, where you have good decision skills. You make better choices, and you know how to correct things. And I tell people, you know, in life, doing in life, there's two things in life I go by: <coughs> either you do right or you do wrong. There's no other thing. They said, "Go talk to this young man," but watch what you say. No, we ain't no different than right and wrong. So it's how you prepare yourself. So when I when I played. When I left home in the afternoon or on the road, the game is already programmed. I go out there and enjoy the fans. Enjoy the fan gave me the inner strength when I needed. Enjoy the fan brought me out of retirement, played three more years. And I'm saying that's the enjoyment you got to learn, but what it is you learn to respect the other side, the track, the other Absolutely. players. You know, I remember one time in spring training, I might have told my agent Mark about it. Well, I I ain't going to say about the particular ball player. <laughs> <laughs> we was in spring training on he the way. He must be still alive. <laughs> <laughs> we was on the way up, played the Phillies over in Clearwater, and I saw him up there praying for a base hit. I said, what you doing? I got to get some hits. What you mean? I said, you know what? <laughs> that guy, guy loved that pitch too. We ain't going to never be out of here. So, you know, uh, them the things that uh, I always went out and prayed for, we both have energy, energy free. Right. And as an athlete, and that's what you did, that's what made you what you are. You And people don't say greatness just don't happen. Greatness comes from respect others. And others you learn. I remember as a kid, Gordy Howard, I used to watch him from walking from school, from Northwestern school. He used to leave the door open at the old Olympian. Every day, he, I know he had to know we looking in there. Because leave the door, and he go down that court, and you hear him, bang, right into the walls. And you look down, and we think he's hitting something. He be running into walls. And that's, that's what made this man great. 
I seen this a kid in junior high school walking from school between the Olympian and this man in that gym, nobody but him. At first, we didn't know. We heard, thought there was other players in there. Nobody else in there. He run against the walls. And that's what, and like yourself, son, you take it to another level. Like Norm Cash, that type of player. Right. I, call, I used to call Norm Cash Marlboro type ball player. They say you live hard, but he know his game. He bring the game up to you every day. Different, and, and, and a different, I think that that's the one thing, too, is that the uh, society was different. And to grow, so coming, were you, was that, so when you were in the, in the riots within the people and okay. stuff, would that be when you had this realization of maybe the first time about how much more, you know, more than the game, the people, because that the one thing that, that I found in my journey mm-hmm. is the people are my power. I call myself, I'm a battery. Mm-hmm. And I go out and whatever I'm doing to, to reach out because it's that connection that, that I have. And I don't know what, what it is and I don't go in expecting anything. And sometimes it's really funny and really great and sometimes it's really sad. Exactly. But it's that connection that yeah. I ha- and and I I guess the one thing is is following, following to understand that it was. So I, I guess I want to bring the correlation to after doing that into '68 mm-hmm. because because like you said, it wasn't easy. You guys were down three to one, but you never lost that the focus or the fundamentals or the belief in each other. Well, let me say one thing: How many people play with the two killers operation? The two killers. Had two operations. Oh. Second oh, time, killers, fourth, yeah. Yeah, fourth year, they said, I never played no more. I played 14 more years. Mm. That's what the fan gives you strength to do that. I agree, I agree 100%. You know, I mean, it's unreal. Nobody can take that but him upstairs. No, exactly. And then that, that, that <laughs> correlates a lot with winning the last cup in 08 for me coming back and, exactly. and, and uh, the perseverance. And I guess that, you know, the one thing that I always love about you, Willie, is it, it's, it's, it's not right or wrong. It just it is. It's black or white, and you don't pull any punches, right? It's, and and in this day and age, how have you have you found the right ingredient? Because I'm still trying to search to communicate without being too old school, <laughs> to, well, so to speak. Because we grew and 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 I grew up raised by by your generation, and and even exactly. in between. So it was done different. Like I mean, I got beat once. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, it's it, the reality is I'm looking, I guess I ask people. Well, I think through life, to me, it's where you start. I, I think it starts from your parents. And I was very fortunate my parents put me in Judge Keefe when I was 13 years old. From when he taught me in between the time 13 I signed at 17, I don't think an eight-year college could have gave me. Uh, and I think from the experience of other connections with people, then the last 25 years, I think, put icing on my life, being around, uh, being around Mr. Illich. Yeah. This man so wisdom and wise. Is it? Yeah. Let's, oh, man. Let's talk about him for a uh, minute because whew. he was the great, what I, like, the, and that's the whole thing as far as I've always had the Red Wing family, and it always starts at Mr. and Mrs. Illich, oh, no matter ups, downs, or whatever, but because he... Mr. Illich, and I always loved it because he always used to, when he see me, say, oh, there's my Rocky. There's yeah. my Rocky, yeah. you know? But but his passion for life Ooh. and for people, can you explain? But you I'll, got tell the- you, I'll tell you, my experience with him, experience with him, you go back to Gary Vito. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love Gary and, Vito. And we used to walk from Warren down to the ballpark through the neighborhood. Wow. 
we do go down Wolf with the same thing. We walked through all the neighborhood through the years when I was younger and he was younger. He always want feedback from the people. And Mr. Elliott always feel that people sometimes feel like they left out when they help you get something. Yeah. And he, he always want the feedback. We walk around the ballpark. And I still walk around the ballpark, walk through the stands. And one day we stopped in front of the Masonic Temple. He told me and Gary, the guy over there was drinking. He said, what's the difference that guy and us three? He said, what? He said, we all God's children, some of us fortunate and others. He said, but don't ever forget, there's no such word that you do or give to anybody too much. And y'all take that and y'all grow by that. But, but me, from that experience, them talk, going through the community, I remember my, one of my oldest sisters, she passed. She gone to her grave, think that when none of Mike Illich went in the senior building, talked to all the seniors. She, mm -hmm. to this day, she, she gone ahead. But, but she didn't think, that, why you keep telling me that? Right. But that's the type of man he was, and he, and he see things that other people don't see. I, I mean, I've been around him and George Steinbrenner the same way. Right. Charlie Finley the same way. Their vision about life is 10 years, 15 years in advance and other. You know, his, his, his vision that I see going on downtown now, I love it. Isn't it amazing? Because I've been in meetings when he talk about this. Yeah. I'm seeing all of this reborn. What, what, what can you, what, because this is like the beginning, and, and to have people come in, uh, who was I talking to, uh, about campus marshes. And, okay. and about uh, just everything going with the stadiums and downtown exactly. and how people, and I walk around, Joe, or Joe Lewis, I walk around Little Caesars, and the one thing that I get feedback about the Red Wings team is that they're fun to watch. They Whew. play hard. You know, they're, they're learning. And, and to, to be able to say that, that's, that's where oh, the culture starts. That's just where it's all about, son. And you learn it being around people like him. See, yeah. he's a homegrown boy. Right. And so he understand that hard working, working together. But every time you look, when we have problems in our city through the years of history, when our sports team pick them up. Yeah. And what our sports team teach you how fans should grow together. I remember through six days. It, it don't well, matter six, what you are. No. What, what, in 1968, people don't realize the newspapers on the strike the whole year. 1968, when they had no paper. Really? Yeah, yeah Ernie, Ernie Howell you voice. Have, you might have to explain. Paper, Ernie. newspaper out there to all you millennials. That's the thing that used yeah. to come, and they used to print it out, and it'd be on your door and stuff. Yeah. Ernie Howell and that voice make you feel that I, when I grow up, I want to meet the people he talk about at the ballpark. I, hey, God, you know what it man. took me? Listen, because I grew up listening <laughs> to It wasn't until somebody told me in like 2000, because I, I was like, how does he know everybody in the park? <laughs> oh, man. And all these places, but I never would have heard the guy these. from Papa. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> Toski, like yeah. this. Oh, and a grab and a yeah. foul. Wow, he knows every. But that was growing up, and that's what made you want to be a part of it. And, to, and that's like for... For me and 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 Perry was explaining that he was seven years old. Tell the story. You went to the World Series in '68. Uh, my seventh birthday. Uh, game he was showing me a stamp a while ago. Yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, on my seventh birthday, uh, game four. Okay. Yeah, my my mom let me go, so my dad took me, and we we were in the stands, and it was a rainy day, and fortunately that was a. I was excited because Gibson and McLean. McLean. Unfortunately, yes, we lost ten to one, and I remember you know. Uh, uh, Northrop hit the one out. Uh, 
to right field. We lost 10 to 1. But I want to go back real quick. You were talking about being prepared and how you couldn't wait to have the guy on second base in two outs. In game seven, score 0-0, seventh inning, Norm Cash, two outs, hits a single to right field. Willie comes up, two outs, and he said, you said you can pick a spot, hits a ground ball single through the hole. And that's how you start things. And, and that's what you know, you pick up each other. See, a lot of people don't understand that that scoreboard tell you everything you do at a plate. After the game started, that scoreboard told me, tell me my approach at the plate. Okay, explain and, that. Well, what it does is tell me my setup into the pitcher zone into the umpire. You learn to put all that together. If it, say, say Fergie Jenkins, yeah, Miller played out. I had to learn how to hit this ball this much outside. So in, in my mind, I had to take the rear, because we believe the rear got to incorporate to the front. So I make sure the rear can take care of that much outside. So from that, you grow. I'm probably going to give him that. He's sitting with him. Right. Ball's down the middle of the plate, probably call the ball. Right, right, right. You see that sometimes <laughs> yeah. watching a game Sack. where a guy gets crossed up and he throws it down the middle and misses the target, but it's over the plate and the guy ball because it was shaped out. Yeah. And I tell people that. I said, but you got to learn. I tell hitters that. It's the combination of you knowing your job, learning to pitch it, and learning the umpire. The umpire can make you or break you. I never got picked out or put out of a game. I know one that's... I know what to say, when not to say. I agree with you. And I learned it from Nestor Shylock, one of the old umpires. Oh, he yeah. Explained, he explained that to me as a rookie. He said, I'm, you know, I'm we don't run in some long years with me. You may have some bumps in the road. But I won't never want you to look at me twice. <laughs> he said, because you don't get a rest for the rest of the game. <laughs> so, I, so I'm learning this. Yeah. At, but he tell, from Lester taught me how to. Educate myself towards other arms. Absolutely. Knowing their style, knowing what they do, knowing <coughs> the high ball, low ball. And I think pitches pitched according to that. Right. Gaylord Perry never take, say you have an umpire like Wrigley. He was a high ball ump. Yeah. But Gaylord Perry was a good sinker ball. And see, everybody said Gaylord throwing a spit all the right, time. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. And always in my mind, I always put him in the sinker ball. Okay. I make a gesture to him, move up have a certain zone I'm going to swing at. You don't have spit at it. I didn't have, never have a problem at him. Most guys like Gaylord, Louis Tion, they outpitch here on all these young players. Right, right, Everybody right. start looking for this. Yeah. They just ease it right by them. Come on back up here, son. And then they do, but they don't try <laughs> to do it to the old veteran. No, no, because you, you don't. They might do it once and then so never I'm, get it again. But see, I was fortunate. I came up in the era that I was around guys like Norm Cash, Carla Vita, Gates Brown, K-Line, and all these guys. They taught me, son. See, you, talked, you talk God. about your team like I talk about my team. As far as what learn when Ooh. I talk, when you bring up those guys, they're like my Eisermans and yeah. Shanahan's and Lidstrom's and Larry Anoff. Exactly. And, and 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 it's what you learn about you as a person, and 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 the the growth of that. If um, you know, you mentioned about all these little intricacies to be a great hitter is to know the umps. And we used to have a guy named Bill McCreary that okay. you would never ever swear around. Like you could, Mister McCreary, <laughs> like this, and then other guys you could have a conversation and and you know get heated and whatever, but out of respect. But you had to know. What the fine line is. Back to the hitting, though. 
Um, JD Martinez, when he, sure. and he, I know that he does it. He's well documented in, in having a notebook. Sure. And, and like that has to, I'm thinking, play a huge role. In, in the psyche and well, the that, mentality. This notebook is like my book I used to do, but not on the bench. I used to write it down at night. So you'd have to remember. So what I did, yeah, I have it here, but these guys take things there on the bench. I think it takes something from them watching out here. Right. You've got to keep your eye in their game. Go back to J.D. that uh, when he, we got him from, the, from uh, Houston. Yeah. And uh, he came up to me and said, you don't know me, Mr. Horton, but you, you, that's what you're talking about tell you the type of man he is. He made me remind me when he was nine years old down in Miami at a betting a hitting school. Casanova used to catch with the old Washington senator, have yeah. a hitting school, and he had his mom then cook me some Spanish food. No way. Also, and that tell you what type of person he is. I love right, it. Wow. Right that's, that's, that's what that he, makes you that's like everything yeah. you see, those are the guys that you Root that you root for. Smart man. Smart. Smart headed. And I tell you, and you watch him, how he go about his business. Just think where he came from. At the time, they didn't understand his development with Houston. Right. And he went on Excel way bit beyond Houston. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, this, this guy, one of your top five hitters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There. Now, and, do you find more so these days? Because if we're talking hockey and I'm going to correlate it, I can say that absolutely the talent, the speed, everything, the game is so much better entertaining, but the hockey sense and the, the things that they learned growing up, is, do you see the same things it's in the, the same game thing today? in baseball. You got to have that instinct. See, you got to have a feel. I think. Well, you mentioned this. See, you ha- and you say feel. I say fear, right? Because yeah. in our game, that it, you knew that you did something wrong. Somebody gonna answer it. You used you tell me all the time that you know <laughs> you're gonna get knocked down at oh, least twenty oh. times a year. Oh, you know, oh, like if, oh, I'm gonna get it. You're gonna get it, and, <laughs> and it's just sort of like you're walking up to the plate. Well, you know this stuff I seen yesterday. Yeah. Got oh, Karen. the the. Oh, turn the bat to the... Is, is that oh. worse than a bat flip? Woo, baby, I'll tell you. But I'll tell you what, you you bat in front of me, you had a good day, I got to get punished. <laughs> <laughs> and right. you taking the bat. Does I that carry you. over to the room? Well, i tell you, Doc Ellis, he got traded one year. And I hit a home run off in the last day, second to the last day of the season. I think he was in Texas. He took me, my wife, and two girls to dinner and said, well, you owe me one. What you talking about? He said, you looked at it too long. Look at, <laughs> look at what? <laughs> I didn't pay no attention to it. So you looked next, at it, it too in, long. In the wintertime, he got traded to the Yankees. And I, I forgot all yeah, about it. Yeah, absolutely. So in spring You're training. You're just thinking, hey, that's buddy who <laughs> got me dinner. I wonder how his daughters are doing. Exactly. The wife, you know, everything else. In spring training. We had the fifth game of spring training, kind of faked, and I forgot it. He got me right here. Oh. Said so we even, but. Ah. <laughs> so I'm saying, even the thing that's part of the game, it's like I used to get upset with myself if I don't get dust down because I think I ain't doing my job. You're not the va- valuable exactly. and right. You're not, you're coming up behind. Yeah. What are you doing not throwing at me? So I'm saying now I got to work. I said, well, it used to wake me up. Yeah, turn on man. I know for a couple of weeks I ain't been down on the ground. Something is wrong. <laughs> How long did that take you to realize? Like when, like it's a as a player, you learn different things as you go along. Now, did 
did the 68 championship because of the resilience, because of everything you guys went well, through. But it helped us. We all came through Tiger Town one, one to three years apart as kids. That's awesome. And we protect each other. Pitchers protect us, and so we protect the pitcher. So yeah, you guys were you guys were like it wasn't put together. You know what I, I mean? Like you guys, you guys like were invested in each well, other. Well, they didn't have free yeah. agency. No, no, I didn't have to go to Lola's. Somebody got me. Lola's, I didn't go run my mouth, go to him. About a day later, he he, he make it up. Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, they, they that's you took the, care of your own. That's that's how you do things. The same way in the clubhouse that. We had many meetings. We tell the coaches, man, to go ahead. Yeah, players only. We take care of that. And I think uh, that's what I like to see players get back, that nest. Like, that helped us. What we did, we linked it over to the Red Wings, yeah. Piston. We know each other. Yeah. That's... The line. We, we was all as a family in the community all the time. I understand some of the dang, dangerous things going on in the world now, and they kind of pushed away from the fans, but – you got to accept the fan. They ain't gonna have the enjoyment with the fan you and I have, son. Right. Because there's so much thing going on in the world. It's, it's, it's unfair. Right. I remember years ago I was at Pal, and uh, I came to Steve Eisman, got yep. involved with me here yep. in Cecil Phillips. Yeah. And then I asked Lou Willard and a few guys, <laughs> Ellen, and I understand because now you go out and you fear your life. Where you and I, we used to go in drugstore, go to barber shop, whatever. Yeah. Go up and have a popsicle with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like myself, I have I stayed in fans' home on the road. I had dinner and lunch with fans. Yeah. I mean, that's just part that's of me. That's the way you and I are, bro. <laughs> so them them days is these it's, it's unfair. Like, like now we got homeless security, have meetings all the time. Yeah. It's a lot of things going that that is unfair that they ain't gonna have the enjoyment. That you and I have, or Al Kaline, or Gates Brown. Yeah, but you know what? I I hear you talk about that. But you went through the race riots, and you went through being told you couldn't have a sandwich at well, a plate. You know that. You know you went through all that that stuff. To well, me, what, that's... what helps you get through that, guys like Mickey Stanley. Okay. Because Mickey and I came up as kids. Right. He got me where I got in integration more because he want why we can't do things together. We play on the same team. Like in Henley Field years ago in Florida, we walked to see the big league play a game. They told me I had to go in the corner and Mickey could stand, go sit where he wanted to. I walk, we walked back to Tiger Town. Yeah. So the next year, I was in the big league. Yeah. So I went to the same usher and I said, now what position you want me to play out there? He forgot all about it, but I did it for a reason that I'm the same guy yep. that you told me to go sit in the corner. Yep. Now, I'm, what position you want me to play? I love yeah. so, so, But I'm saying Stanley helped me. Good. I remember one time in Asheville, North Carolina, I called Squirrely Stanley, one of the best center field out in my time, the Tiger ever had, that it'd be late at night. They used to drop me off on the highway. I had to walk up Dark Street. And this night was up extra inning game. He walked with me. We get to the Black Hotel. They wouldn't give him a room. Huh. I mean, this, they, <laughs> so we we stayed in the lobby. We slept in the lobby. Wow. That oh. things like that what makes you get involved because he helped me and forced me to get more. Why? Right. I remember calling my dad home when I left home, and and I asked Papa. I said, I don't understand what's going on. He said, What you mean? I said, Well, 
it's black here, white here, this and that. And I said, but do I supposed to stop loving my grandmother? And your mom is white. Hmm. I'm confused. He said, what? I said, I love my grandma. <laughs> right, right. I, but I was supposed to stop loving her. And right. I never forget that. And from that, I learned to grow with that. I learned to understand what life is. It takes time to get things done. Just give it to the young people and let them embrace each other. They, they, they'll work it out. And keep, keep uh, I think that it's continued to be um, prudent in the truth. You know, like pre, like the the word, like you and I. The one thing about you, you know yourself, Ted Lindsay, it's it's like don't ask don't ask them a question or don't sort of be around if you don't want the truth. You know, <laughs> like, you. and and I think that that's it's it's okay. Um, you know, like too much entitlement, but it's through communication, and I think that what we're seeing or what I'm seeing is people understanding that they can have more choice in their life right there's more op options there's it doesn't have to be this way because we could talk about it and try to make it better i think it, all that going in is the time of generation i think myself person having kids different generation yeah helped me adopt to the modern generation that's a great that's a great analogy, and i think uh, i have a good re good relationship with modern players because i played in three different generations and i had children yeah come through that like my youngest daughter i used to I tease my wife i said did we ever pick up the wrong baby <laughs> she's she different from all the other six kids right i mean she's different you tell gail go out this door she go out this one. right 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 but i'm saying each one of them kids taught me how to cope with people because we had to get the same out of all of them right but we learned how to adjust and make it work right and i, I think that helped me where i'm at today yeah it helped me when I travel. I have a relationship with younger players. I remember our coach in Oakland, and one of these guys was telling the ownership that I'm preaching religion. There's nothing wrong with that, but I wasn't preaching religion, but I'm just preaching the way I learned how we do things together. Absolutely. You know, and I think that's what the world is so suspicious. So scared. Scared you know, of what? I, you know, I said, right, exactly. And scared, all you, of, scared of what? You all, know, all you want is being fairy. Yeah. Oh, you saying one word, fair. Fair. That's all. That's, that's you know, it. Mick, I, um, so Darren played for probably the greatest hockey manager, you know, Ooh, nine coach. Stanley coach, coach. <laughs> now, I got a question for you. So your manager, Mayo Smith, and I don't know if you guys know this, <laughs> Mac, but back in the 68 World Series, and he was talking about <laughs> Mickey Stanley. Mickey, the outfield was, yeah, was really short. left, Mickey in center, and Allen right, but they wanted Jim Northrop's bat in the lineup, and they moved Mickey short how was what was the well, what happened that, for that? What, what happened in that is through the summer al was having them, one of them years that he had bad luck every time he get in he get hurt mm. and and thank to eddie matthews because we we couldn't go to bell and tell him let the young guys go at it eddie said well i would do it because eddie's right there with al yeah now so he got us where we played together but after <sighs> we won and we sat, and I'll never forget, me and Stanley, we was in Milwaukee or Cleveland when they played. We were sitting talking, talking to uh, Jim North, we called it Gray Fox. Mm -hmm. I said, uh, and so Gray Fox, he always going to have something to say. Ah, <laughs> damn, I. So he made Stanley, he said, well, let's figure out how we can get, get Al in there. And then Gray Fox, Sweet Lips, we call him. We told, uh, <laughs> he told, 
told Mick as well, damn, you know you ain't going to play. I, I'm ready to check those pictures. <laughs> 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 he said, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know, so, but anyway, we sat there and we went to White, uh, 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 hitting coach Wally Moon and said, go to Mel and let him have a meeting said, this is what was going to happen, but let Mel do it his own way. Yeah. So <laughs> we met in Washington, D.C., and so Bell come out with his chest talking to the whole team. Well, I decided uh, I'm bring Stanley in. But Stanley was the best athlete on the team. Right. Bring him in, play short, and give Al a chance to, you know, play. Been with the Tiger all these years. So then he looked at Ray all day. He said, well, you know, you don't hit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he messed up the whole thing. Right, I mean, right. But Mel Smith probably one of the winners manager in baseball. I always say I wish we had a Billy Martin the last two years after we right. won because we didn't get hungry the next year to maybe too much left in the season. Then we almost cut Baltimore. Yeah. But we had to came out the gate because we had a – I think we had a dynasty team. We should have been in three World Series. Easy. Yeah. And we taught other teams to be in the World Series. We took – Oakland to be in the World Series. And I think Oakland went on, got the name Dynasty, but Oakland couldn't touch us. I mean, it's no way they, they could touch us. We saw all them kids grow from Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And we never forget that. And I respect Mr. Finley. They made him move to Oakland because they want him to get rid of all them young players, money, Reggie and all of them. I'm going to keep my team. He moved to Oakland. And we saw what they went through, and they came that dynasty. But if we had a Billy Barton, Charlie Dressen, somebody <sighs> would say, "Well, you guys got to stay hungry." They kind of because we were still in the young team, right? And and the male looked at us all. We all grown men. We should know our responsibility, and kind of let us go by ourselves. You know, they never mess with us. Nobody and. Uh, and I remember we had a 20-game losing streak come back in in, in 69, and, and the only came had a meeting with us, and that's when we start winning again. So, But I'm saying it's, it's the combination of your chemistry that makes everything. And we had a very, very good bench. We as regular said we was fortunate because the bench could play regular too. And I think that's mean they felt the same way, and that's mean everybody stayed on clue. Because mm -hmm. we always said, well, I'm very lucky. Dirk might, if I'm out here, he'd be out there. Yeah. And I think when he said, now I got to stay ready, something happened to Willie. And so we was a picking up each other. But it all started from Tiger Town. That's funny. That's funny that you said that about the motivation the next year. Because I look, I, you know, I go back to us, and you look at '97. We had the accident, so we didn't have a choice but to, you know, with Konstantinov, that we didn't get. It was almost like we needed to win to be able to celebrate both for everything else. How life sort of got in the way of that, but it's, uh, yeah, it's your, it's, it's your bench. It's everybody. You, you talk more about the guys that that are in and around it because it's what makes the engine go. But I talk about unsung heroes. Yeah, unsung heroes. You don't even talk about. Them guys, got us, I think about Jake Wood, I think about Hank O'Gara. Them guys helped put all them things together. Then we're here, they got, people came in, took across. They all part of that winning. 
And I know I tell our organization right now, and, and Mark's sitting over there, unsung heroes. That's yeah. what we want. Yeah, and that's what's going to win it tonight. You know, it's well, usually not a... Tonight, you know, like... Uh, We're talking about the World Series game seven. Yeah, Justin was my man last night, and... I know. I, the other I, guys were man tonight. We all came. And <laughs> Scherzer, yeah. But, but this thing about all the World Series team and the playoff team, we had some of our players on it from the Tigers. I know. That's, you're going to be proud of that. That's a great dog, man. I tell yeah. our minor league coaches, hey, man, I'll keep your head up. You make, yeah, you're making Woo. pro players. You're making pro players playing for titles. Um, uh, speaking of that, uh, also to t speaking about top professionals in the hair quality business, uh, <laughs> Miracle Flow, the only hair care products for guys with majestic flow and those who want it. Miracle Flow is specially formulated for athletes with longer hair to help rejuvenate the flow after the beating it takes in your sweaty helmet. Miracle Flow makes products for guys with flow by guys with flow. Shampoo is used in all major sports. Division one athletics and more. Remember Miracle Flow. It's not just a hairstyle; it's a lifestyle. I got it's rocking. It's in the uh, picture of me and Stevie last night, and uh, that I posted, and uh, the, it was looking good. Oh, there you go. No, they, I was gonna say, I was like, <laughs> well, I tell you, I enjoyed this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back, you guys. Yeah, hey, oh, that's all man, man, that's great. You gotta open. Oh, hey, I'll oh. book Perry out of here. Oh, you man. can co-host this thing. Um, <laughs> no, I'll just switch shares. <laughs> yeah, there you, yeah, there you go. Well, I tell you, this is this is beautiful. I'm so proud of what you're doing, young man. Well, I, I I think that one of the things, but it, but it's it's how and you you preach it, and it's it's sort of like Ted, but it's like we learned. So so, I learned from that generation and want to pass it forward. But I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? And, and is there is there any advice? You know, you well, you know, I think what keeps me going is the fans. That's what motivates me. I'm still enjoying the game much as I did there. I just not play, but the fans would motivate me, and I played for them. And that, you know, I gets up now, and it's challenged to me seeing one kid open the door for another kid. Yeah. And what that does, that's come back passing off knowledge that you got from other people. Yeah. See, Willie Horton, yeah, I went in here, but it's a combination of so many people in me got me to there. Absolutely. You yes. know, and so, so I, that's the way I look at it, you know. And I think uh, you, it's there for you. And I, I'm so proud of telling Mark a couple of weeks ago, I said, boy, this young man, I'm so proud of him. Because you, you, you're, I'm watching in, down at the Little Caesar tonight. Yeah. How you embrace around people. So, I love it. It's like and, I, and a lot of people don't have that. Right, but you you get it, and and I think that that's you know like our connection is because because it's it's the thing is is that that's who we are. You know yeah. that I'm not I I live, I try to just live the way that I am, and and I think people really appreciate that about you and and that about me is that not only we're what we are what you see on, we're just Willie and Darren twenty four exactly. hours a day. Now, the one thing that uh, um. Do you mind? Because you you told us uh, told me the story, but uh, you know recently you had uh, you know a health scare and you almost left us. Oh well, it about like how long ago? It's about three, about four years. ago. Okay, so four years ago, but just where the pers you know perspective or self awareness or what what that did to almost well, it well give you a new outlook at life. Did it know, give you? Because, did it give you? A, a, well, like, you know, you know what, Dirk. I, they brought me back down to Florida last year at the Heart Association for event. Right. And I told them my vision, my dream, because I went through this coat blue. Right. And I could see the doctor, them all working on me. 
I can see my wife, my children all in the room. And I'm telling them, it's like I'm seeing all this <laughs> like happen. A, like an out-of-body experience? Yeah. So You're I'm watching just, it. Yeah, I'm watching everything. And then, you know, and this one doctor took my wife's hand and said, well, Miss Horn, you got a good hand, so I'm going to hang with him one more day because he, he, he wants to stop hitting me with the machines. Right. She said, I'm going to hang with you. And I came out of it. Wow. And I, and I had an opportunity this past summer to tell it to the Heart Association organization in Florida they brought me back to. That it's like, I wasn't hurting, never pain. I mean, to me, I thought it happened on my back porch. My wife said it happened in the hospital. I go get the checkup. Wow. <laughs> I thought I was on my back porch. Really? And, uh, but I'm saying it's like I'm looking down at all of this. I'm seeing my baby girl in the room eight hours helping because stuff Stuff coming out of me. Yeah, and I see all of this, and I, and I said, well, you know, it said death and after death. Yeah, if that's the closest you get, I saw it. Yeah, and there wasn't no pain, and so that's what I spoke at my nephew's funeral a little bit today yeah. about that. You know, be thankful, and I think hope and love keep you. You never lose people. You always with them, and one day we all be together. I love it. Mm. I love it. You know. Hey, Perry, you know what? If, if uh, at that point before uh, I do a segment here, yeah. Um, and this, th- this week, uh, this week, this segment will be uh, brought to you by my pillow. It's called, it's called Perry's People, right? So you understand this. So even though in the whole context, they're all my people, exactly. right? And I get to share with Perry, but I call it Perry's People because I want, I need a connection, and you understand as busy doing different things there's a point of contact so we started this hmm. we started this thing with a connection with our our fans and and Ooh. i want this is so apropos i'm on perry to read this but i'm gonna read uh so here at grind time we're proud to announce the fine folks at my pillow are on board with the team right now you can get two my pillows for the very low price of 69.98 but only if you use the promo code dmac or go to MyPillow.com and pick up a new set of Giza sheets or my, a MyPillow dog bed. My dogs love theirs. Just make sure to use your promo code DMAC when you're checking out. I know Billy Felsner ordered a dog bed. He said it was going to be there soon. <laughs> All right. So, Billy, if you're listening, bro, you you He's did listening, your dog, yeah. They did, did tell good Perry he got his dog bed. So this is Perry's People version one, and I will hand it over to the co-host of Grind Time with Darren McCarty, Mr. Perry Vellucci. Well, thank you, Mac. Uh, so this is from uh, one of our listeners, Alonzo Turner, and he sent an uh, uh, email to me the other day, and he said, I'm a former soldier and squad leader in an infantry platoon. I wrote a piece for the boys from a warrior's perspective, and I would like Grind Time to deliver this message. I know Mac has a warrior mentality, and he can relate. And Willie, too. So and <laughs> absolutely. There's no better place than have a soldier, and, oh. and this is the stuff... And I know that you're it. This this is the power thing because it's it's you. it's connection to people, right? We're why are we more alike than we are uh, different? And go up, sorry. And and this was Willie was speaking earlier about trust and having that warrior mentality. And so this is what he he wrote. He wrote the infantry uh, the infantryman's creed. I am the infantry. I am my country's strength in war, her deterrent in peace. I am the heart of the fight wherever, whenever. I care America's faith and honor against her enemies. I am the queen of battle. I am for what my country expects me to be, the best trained soldier in the world. In the race for victory, I am swift, determined, and courageous, armed with a fierce will to win. Never will I fail my country's trust. Always I fight on, through the foe, to the objective, to triumph overall. If necessary, I will fight to my death. 
By my steadfast courage, I have won more than 200 years of freedom. I yield not to weakness, to hunger, to cowardice, to fatigue, to superior odds, for I am mentally tough, physically strong, and morally straight. I forsake not my country, my mission, my comrades, my sacred duty. I am relentless. I am always there, now and forever. I am the infantry. Follow me. Wow. Huh? Oh, well, I mean, this is what we're... That was sent by who? That was by Alonzo Turner. Uh, no, give him his rank. What's his... Uh, he's a pl platoon leader. He, that's platoon all he's... Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, I'll be down to Fort Bennett this coming Wednesday. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's, yeah, is that... I mean... Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's just beautiful. That's beautiful. Strength, the courage, the... Uh, I mean, and that's what... That's Warriors what, mentality, athletes, you professional athletes have that. You you brought you both championships to the city of Detroit. You know, I mean, you are the people of Detroit, both of you. Well, that's just, that's in people's we're one, us. But we're one of them. Many. One, one of, yes, of many of, yes, but so. of them and stuff. Back to one of my you know questions to you, and, and I know that you were never like, there was no fear in facing anybody or whatever, but when what did you, who did you have the toughest time against? Well, you know, I looked at uh, when I had to face people. Yeah. And I think my dad set the tone for me when I was young. He told me never get in a habit that I like this guy and that don't like this guy. Okay. Because sometimes you get ready to cut the light bulb on and you like it don't come on, then what? So what I did, I learned how to respect all pitchers. And he said, every pitcher that go on that mound, he couldn't get out there unless he's a big league pitcher. So you put him in there, that's what got me into studying on each and every one of them. So... You had some that give you trouble. I had maybe four that hit me, got me ready for the league, like Louis Tion. Yeah. You had uh, uh, McNelly, and uh, and you had uh, Frigga Jenkins. And uh, Gaylord Perry taught me about sinker ball pitchers. Right. Because I learned that he wasn't throwing sinker ball. He was getting you out with this, and I learned how to move up on the box, move in the box. So he got it. me ready for other pitchers. Yeah. That, Said he throw a single ball. I was seeing the other night the guy throwing single ball. Everybody getting in the same spot. I said, So I throw. That's every little things that you see. See, I I watch the game and I see <laughs> things, but hockey's changed more, and and even though baseball's changed, but it's that individuality of Ooh. somebody. Because back in the day, when somebody on the if somebody if you saw something for Stanley and whatever, and you'd bring it up, say, hey, you know, this guy's moved to first or this guy's this. You guys are always talking. We're exactly, always talking exactly. too, right? I think that 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 you don't have that communication in the game. You have to, son. That's what that's what great teams do. You look at this Ooh. Astros team; they communicate. This Nationals team; they communicate. I take the little second baseman. Oh, uh, I saw him. Make, I saw him make three or four adjustments in the last week. I saw on the one that one I'm, I'm really I'm, made me went to the high yeah. was making the decision. Last week, they gave him that hole. He got off the plate, and he made up his mind he's going to hit that hole. And his, his stride is right there, swing there, right through the hole. And you and That started it. Yeah. That was started. And I tell people, just them a little thing like that started things. And I think he's setting the tone. That I, I know he have so much respect in Cabrera. I mean Cabrera. Yeah. Because they born in the same city, about three blocks from okay. each other. Okay. Okay. And everything he do, he growing, trying to get to this hike, and then he don't don't understand. He all he's there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's this, he's the he's the 
He's a big dog in a little. Oh unit. man, he just don't. He's, and, he's and, five uh, six, and he's one of the best high fastball hitters in the game. Ooh, I mean, no, he flat rates. That's incredible. And, and I think, but he's a. Uh, and I think that you saw last night. He you got see, a little he took, too excited. See, see, he went over and, and his third baseman took his bat. Yeah. You see him there, hit his arm around it. That's what yeah. you call team understanding, giving him a little wisdom. Son, you don't do that. Yeah. And so, but I'm saying, well, we seeing that. Oh, um, this guy, I'm getting knocked down. This man in the dugout took him and said, hey, no, no, no. Yeah. Which goes a long way because that's the respect. That's, now you're still going to get knocked down. But you know what? It's been taken care of and it's seen by the other team. Exactly. There's a and he apologized play. the next day too. I Bre- saw that. Bregman. And then this other young boy, he going to be a stagging. Soto? <laughs> so, Soto. Oh, he's he, he took his and he, he just said, hey, but he sort of he sort of gets away with it. Said he do it for fun because it's a retaliation, <laughs> exactly. right? Oh yeah. So, it, so exactly that, that was, one, yeah. even though he's twenty one, oh. whatever he like, because that's for all his old guys, exactly. right? Because speak on that because for the Washington guy to do that, it comes double back with the combination because that's all. The veterans on his team going, yeah, kid, yeah, Ooh. give it, cause sticking up for your team. And, and Martinez, a Hall of Fame pitcher. Yeah, Pedro. He from the same hometown, yeah. country. You don't think he gonna lay it in his butt? Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Cause that that's a big thing too, as far as in in baseball, right? As far as if you, you know, where you're from or you have some exactly. connection more to. Well, that tell you. Over in Venezuela, Dominica, yeah. I came out of retirement, played three years, manual in Venezuela. Do you like it? And uh, yes, yeah, so one of my players got hurt, and I started playing with the bat again, running until I get with somebody, and I started having fun, and that's how I came out of retirement. That's Thank awesome. Felipe Lou. Oh, Felipe oh called, yeah, Felipe Lou. He, he yeah. called Cialis, and I said, <laughs> Fleek said, you don't play no more. He called Cialis, and that's how I went there. Wow. And I'll tell you what. I end up that asking for a rookie contract. That contract end up the best contract in my whole career. Really? Just want to play baseball. Yeah. Wow. Love of the game. And Love I, of the fans. I never forget then. Thanks to Danny K, the owner. Yeah. He said that that man. I remember Mr. O'Brien and Lou Gorman thought, "What you mean? You you up to something?" <laughs> I, said, I just want a rookie contract. I said, "But if I don't feel what I got here, I want to walk away." Right. And Danny K. Turn around, said that man played all them years, fifteen years. Y'all put something together, and that thing in a better contract my whole career. I love wow. it. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, it's unreal. And you had fun. Just, just want, want to play, and with a young team. Love Rufa, of the game. Rufa Jones, Danny Myers, all them young boys. Oh, yeah. oh geez, man, <laughs> those are names. And, and, and you like a coach. Yeah, you're like the you're like they, <laughs> when I so when I came back in 08 God. and and oh nine near the end I, after we won the cup and I spent the time so so Jimmy Howard and Abdulkader and Helmer those are my guys because when I was in the minors I they used to call me old Graybush okay. right you know like and I remember because when Drapes and Maltz and I were 21 22 Dino Cicerelli was the 38 30 in his 30s and he was like you guys you know what enjoy this while it lasts because it's going to be over real quick and we're like <laughs> shut up old man and then, you're, <laughs> then you're the shut up old man oh well I tell you it's go fast people don't realize people yeah. don't go real it goes fast well one of the things that I love to do Perry and uh you uh you're getting better, but uh, <laughs> thanks to our friends over at Cattails Golf Club. Uh, that's the 18-hole championship track in South Line, former home to LPGA Futures Tour, Michigan Amateur Qualifier, and more. Two very unique nines, one unique golfing experience. Wetlands featured on the front 
Hardwood's a native force on the back, except after this weekend, there's probably wet everywhere and cold, and it's supposed to snow. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, it's a course grind time family place where we had our outing this year. Thanks to everybody there. Check out, they have indoor golf, so I don't know what the deal is there. I don't have the update, but uh, check it out. They'll hook it up. Uh, that's Cattails over in South Line um, off of Nine Mile. Yeah, yep. Hey, uh, uh, Willie, you were talking about uh, the Michigan or the Heart Association, mm-hmm. and you got an award from the Michigan Heart Association back in 1970. Oh, you, uh, you saved the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. talk about yeah. that. The best you still got the autograph. scar? <laughs> autograph. Wow. I got the best autograph in the world. Do you, do you remember? I remember the 4th of July. 4th of July. In Milwaukee. And I never forget that. And then him and Jim North and Clouded together. Right. And Jimmy running at the ball now, he's here. And I thought about first day I learned when they used to box. Right. How to get the mouthpiece. Yeah, and the mm. tongue. Yeah. So I had to do that and he, he press in here and he go down and use this as a bridge. And they everybody thought everybody thought I'm the one hurting you. I was I guess I was letting it out. <laughs> oh God, because it, <laughs> it's clamped yeah, down. Yeah, it clamped down, but I hold his tongues with my two fingers. Wow. I never forget that. How long do you have to do that for? Oh, to the trainer got right there. And we had a train with Bill Beam. He, he oh, Bill Beam. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and so it's, uh, I, I got this big award from the Heart Association. Yeah. And, and I tell Al today, I teased him. I said, you know, I got the best autograph in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so, it, dude. Know, DNA but, uh, and all. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> cheers, dude. So, You'd be like, hey. Alec, you know what? You better behave yourself or else, you know, I'm going to take the teeth. <laughs> well, I'll tell you about Al K-Line. He could walk across a concrete floor. You didn't hear him walk. That's when they call him the line. I mean, all the guys, we young. <laughs> he walked. You don't him go by you. Butterfly feet. God, what kind of shoes he got? He have cleats on, though. He be walking so. And uh, he did. Everything came so easy, you know. But he helped me set the tone. Him and Stanley in the outfield, because being a catcher, I had to learn how to throw from the outfield. And then right. I, I said, I ain't, I started having a hump in my ball. I said, ah. So I used to get the bat boy, take him out there, come on. And I go out there and throw the ball off the wall so I get this. So I used to watch Al go in right field, thing, cup, throw out the guy's second. Make it look so easy. I said, what are you doing? So I just started paying attention. He had spots he went to. So I took the bat boy I had out in tackle to throw the ball off the concrete wall and see where the ball going. Then I started learning spots. Ah. Oh, man, that's when I told Yaz, you know, I don't take the back seg to you no more. No. That's <laughs> but you, that's what you learn. And then what that taught me here, I learned my other field. Every time we go in town, me and Stanley off, when we go to the ballpark early, we learn field. Field would change. And we did that every, every our whole career. People don't realize that. Some field smart managers like Stinky over with White Sox. He used to change the line. He used to set home plate crooked so the curveball would be better. <laughs> I mean, they, they did a... Well, those are all the little... The, I remember we was in the White Sox one time, and no one cares, hit the ball. Man, I know I hit that good. The ball, boom, boom. They was freezing our ball when we hit. You know, they had the old White Sox. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. They, they bring the thing up out of the Bunch tone. of gangsters from Chicago. So we caught, <laughs> hey, we caught the yeah. guys back in the ballroom taking our ball. We come hit, putting them in and send them to the umpire. I mean, we hit the ball, ball, boom. 
So we find out, we're back in the tunnel, this guy, when Tigers hit, take the ball out of the refrigerator. Oh, and, that's and I awesome. Think, yeah, he got fined, I think, 10000 or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's a lot. But, but, uh, but he at mine, and I mean, I've seen guys change the home plate, line, like last night I think about the guys running line. Yeah. I see guys did the line, so that play do work. That is the rule. I've right. seen them made a line so you could run like that. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. That's a, Wasn't Guriel playing off of the wrong foot? Well, I'd say, well, see, you talk, people don't know, your right hand hitter, you go here, you're going to have to have some of the grass to take off. But then you got to wing out. But I've seen some people set the line a little, little longer, you know, line over here. Right. So you wing over here, you're not going. It ain't none of my phone, is it? No, no. I hope not. Uh-huh. It's upstairs, ain't it? <laughs> is that yours? No. It's not me. Is that the house phone? What is that? My <laughs> jack upstairs, ain't it? Yeah. yeah, but it shouldn't ring down here. <laughs> yeah. Your jacket's right there, actually. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. I'm finna say, I'm finna say, a ghost in here. Yeah, I know, we were all lured. We were all looked at. I don't know, what, is it him? You know what is I'm it saying, though? No, because he, he, he's playing off of his left foot. <laughs> if you're... If your glove is on your left hand, yeah, but you you're you should also be playing play- off your yeah, right foot you, on that base no, no. to make the stretch. No, because you're you're guarding in that play where the ball's coming from down the first baseline. You're guarding against the throw here. You're not stepping to it because you can't cover the wide. Is that, I see what, that right? Well, I see, see what, what you're saying on that. And see what it is. You know this line got the, another line. Yeah. They could take out a lot of doubles from people because you're supposed to stay in that line that go to second. Right. Yeah. People swings out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying it's a judgment call, but a rule tell you about the line. But then left-handed, you can do it because you're on this side. Of the right, 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 right. Right-handed, you got to come weave back over. Yeah, right. right. And but, but I think he kind of weave at the last few steps over in the ball about the same time. Yeah. It was a bad throw, too. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it really was. Well, it, it was a t- bang, it, bang. It, it I mean, tailed it into the runner. Like, yeah, yeah, but it was, it dude, it, it, it was one of those <laughs> that I don't even know if there was a, he should have made a throw. He, he should have like, hold back because he gave up, you know, he's setting up a big inning. No, and it, and it, you know, it's funny. It's one of those things that you're like, oh, he sh- okay, he shouldn't have done it. Yeah, he should have done it because he was out, but then he should have done it. They got a two-run jack. You know, you well, don't then know. they go back now and they say, I wish they'd have called the play. Right. Right. Well, they also said that uh, in a case like that, you want to throw into the runner because they're going to call it. Right, yeah. yeah. They're going to call interference. You, you know, that goes back to the throw you made on Lou Brock at home plate. Okay. I was When I watched that again, that umpire – he made a great call, and there oh, was, he was no, right no there. video review. That, no, that call he, would have... He, he right there. I mean, but for him to make that call, you know... It does that, right that breaking that stride made him not want to slide. Mm-hmm. And that's what made it. If he even broke his stride, we had to kill it with the second. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, if he slid. I yeah. mean, it was still... So, hey, yeah. I love karma. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I preach uh, health and wellness here, and everybody knows... Uh, my involvement with Pink Canada, just uh, you can see the pictures on the on the DarrenMcCarty.com and up at uh, Facebook and, and the Instagram account. Uh, got big things coming, uh, uh, show pictures from up there. But uh, in the meantime, anybody's looking for uh, information but where to go for the THC, CBD, well, that's our friends at Herbal Active. 
U-R-B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Or no worries. <laughs> Herbal, HerbalActive.com. Uh, use code DMAC25 for 25% off. That's uh, can get educated on uh, what we use here in the family from uh, tinctures to rubs to topicals to mints. Uh, get educated. Um, you know, help with your, your pain, your sleep, your appetite. Um, you know, again, uh, here at DarrenMcCarty.com, we're here to answer questions. Uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, I'm not here to argue. So, uh, sorry, Willie, what were you saying? No, I'm saying they got one run. It's the game right yeah, now. Gur- yeah, yeah. Guriel uh, hit a solo sh- <laughs> solo shot. Uh, what inning are we in? Second. Second inning. Second. The second and third, Scherzer. We got two outs. Two yeah. outs. So this, hey, Willie, right here, right now, right? You're, if you're at bat right here, you're think, are you thinking you can just break this game open? Like, what, What's well, what's a hitter Springer's thinking here? Well, right now, Springer got a good setup. He used the whole plate. He got it, and when it started from the rear. So that's when you see him all the time jump on a fast one. Yeah. He can cover anything because when he stride inside ball, he's here, and that make the bat go here. See, he ain't striving like this and the bat go around. Right. He's striving this here. And this flexibility. So would that be like straight to the ball more yeah. more than loop yeah. to the ball? Yeah, exactly. Your mm-hmm. eyes coming straight at it. But he's dangerous. Oh. He's one of the dangerous. Remind me of Barry Bonds' dad. Really? Bobby just Bonds, because lead off hitter. Now, would it okay. be because of the the just the eye or just because of the quick hands? Is that? Uh, well, you got a good foundation. See, oh, so it's like golf. Yeah, see, people don't realize hitting is more like this stay backed, upper body. And a lot of people say stay back here all the way you jump. The upper body stay this go and you read. It's just like throwing a ball. And you read. And I think that's what makes things better. Oh, God. Oh he God. drilled it to the left and he sort of snow coned it. Uh, wow. Did it, I didn't see. Did it handcuff him? Uh, no, it, it was a bullet. And oh, that's a good play. That was a really good play. Um, it's a big play. Look, he hit that's it hard. That's a huge play. Yeah. All right, Guriel, one nothing. Um, so, oh. what are your uh, what are your plans uh, in the next little future? You said you. Well, I'm leaving Wednesday, you going leave? down to Fort Bennett, and over the weekend, and I'm leaving there at, uh, on the eleven, going up to Atlanta and spending time with a couple of ball players. I love it. I have Travers and Nicole. Well, I. Yeah. I, I so what uh, what is your current role with the with the well, team? Well, my right, actually, I'm more like advisor to things. And uh, actually, we got coaches, and I try to give them advice. You know, my, my, I come up in an era that I'll never go around a coach. I respect the coach. Absolutely. And uh, so when I do, they know I'm what I'm going to do. Uh, and and, 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 and it before, that's just like when I used to coach years ago, I said, well, I remember go, you say how you say, build trust. Mm-hmm. I had to go visit Jose Coseco, mom, to get him believe in me. Just visiting, calling his from his house, mother house in Miami to Arizona. I said, turn him loose. He, he never looked back. I remember going to University of Minnesota visiting Sealback. He was out on American third baseman. We changed him to a catcher. So I'm saying that way you get the best out of a guy and put it on their mind and they trust you because they already. I tell every player that the scout signed, they've been playing ball or hockey since they were a little boy. They already know how to play. So we as development coaches, sometimes we go too direct. We need to kind of back off, go indirect, and help them grow to their own ability. 
because they can take their own a long way. And that's my theory, you know, and, and really not speak that because when I say here, I say it to them, you know, and, and, and I said, uh, I was said to Chris, I said, you know, this it's important for each individual to live his career. And I hate to see any kid get cheated. Mm. You know, and, and, and that's and it's, it's a danger point there because sometimes you go too direct, you indirect blackmailing them to do things that they can't do. <laughs> They'll try everything because they don't want, first of all, a player don't want to say, well, I don't want them to say I don't listen. Right. Well, sometimes you be telling the players to do things. He already learned it with his dad or his little league coach or his college coach. So if you had to go visit them people to get that will, you should do that. And that's that's what my commitment when I started coaching years ago, and that's the same approach I take now. And I, I let them know this is what I think. Back off, because it's about him. It, you know, it's about each, each each one of them kids. They should have opportunity. And when you and when you see a team do that, that's when the team excel. Yep. That's what you're seeing over here in them two teams. You yeah. let them play. Yeah. You know. No better words spoken oh. here at Grind Time <laughs> or in Mike Walter's house ever. Yes, yes. Ever. Good so, stuff. so I have, what do I have going on? Um, Friday, I have comedy in Howell. Uh, I will see everybody there. Derek Bartlett's joining me. Very funny guy. Um, I think I got something Saturday. I know I don't have Yeah, comedy, you were saying that. But I, I don't, can't remember. But I got Sunday. I know Mark, Mark's sitting over here. Sunday, I'm going to be with Mark and Taylor, Chris, right? Uh, Chris Newberg? Um, Saturday? Maybe he's, that was. He's in Waterford. Yeah, that's yeah. maybe I was going to his show. I don't know. But uh, check out any, everything at uh, DarrenMcCarty.com. Grind time with Darren McCarty. Uh, grind time, DMAC25 on Twitter. Um, a lot of uh, big things coming here. For grind time, uh, and I'm not telling you any of them today. So uh, you'll you'll have to uh, stick next around. Week show uh, next week's show. Ho oh, ho! Dip cup and the fellas, Duncan and the fellas from <laughs> Wayne County Life. You've seen the promo. This is going to be fun. I'm having some guys in next week that do. You got to check out Wayne County Life. It's uh they it's uh they play characters, but it's hilarious <laughs> and. Uh, um, well, we're going to have a fun time. So, um, Perry, Mike, as always, thank you. Mark, thank you as always. And I will see you Sunday. And Mr. Willie Horton. Thank, thank you, Willie. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. And thank you. Um, thank you for, you know, you're my guy. And uh, anything, I'll be back. you lead the way. I, you right, know what? Guys. You definitely <laughs> will because we'll definitely have you in. And yeah. I'd love to... Uh, because you'll be down in uh, spring training. You'll be exactly. telling us all the good, juicy details going on uh, with the Tigers. It's coming exactly. up for 2020. Exactly. exactly. Um, all right, guys. Uh, that'll be another show for tonight. Uh, that's a grind time with Darren McCarty. This is he. And remember, no matter how many times you fall down, get your ass back up. That's grind time. <laughs> We're out.